Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Passed by Congress. Shocking new data about drug overdoses in the district. The owner of the Birchmere has died. What musicians and fans love about the club. I'm Neil Augenstein. The Dow is down 190. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Californians are stunned after two mass shootings in three days. The latest in northern Half Moon Bay. Sheriff Christina Corpus. It's a tragedy that we hear about far too often, but today it's hit home here in San Mateo County. CBS's Carter Evans says seven people were murdered at two different locations. The gunman allegedly went to a mushroom farm and opened fire. There, officers say he shot five people, killing four of them. He then drove less than 10 minutes away to another farm where the sheriff says he shot and killed three more people. Police say the suspect is under arrest and cooperating with investigators. It comes just days after 11 people were killed in a mass shooting at a dance club near L.A. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo tells CBS Mornings. We need to be an America that understands that every life matters and we need to make sure that we have support for our law enforcement so they can do their work well and support for people who are challenged so that we don't end up with precisely what we've seen. President Biden's urging Congress to approve a ban on assault weapons. They announced the Oscar nominations last hour. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Everything, everywhere, all at once leads the way with 11, including Best Director and Best Picture. If I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. The Banshees of Sharon and the German language all quiet on the Western Front. They tie with nine nominations each. I can't move, I can't sing. Elvis is up for eight. Steven Spielberg's received his ninth directing nod for The Fablemans. The lights change how everything looks. It's also in the running for Best Picture and six other awards. Jimmy Kimmel will host the Oscars March 12th. Controversy over a proposal in Texas to ban citizens and companies from China, North Korea, Russia, and Iran from buying homes and businesses in the state. Hafsil Nisofar has dual citizenship. I shouldn't have to choose between being able to visit my family and having that citizenship and being able to have property rights here. Opponents say the proposal stirs up racism. Arson has brought train service to a halt in Paris. Correspondent Elaine Cobb is there. The Garde l'Est serving the eastern suburbs as well as eastern France and neighboring Germany was hardest hit and is all but shut down for the day. Investigators say the vandals broke in through protective casing and set fire to two clusters of cables that power the signals for the network. Chrysler's parent company is recalling 76,000 Pacifica plug-in hybrids. Stellantis says a short-circuit issue could make engines stall unexpectedly. Included, model years 2017 to 2023 minivans. This is CBS News. This winter, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed for recent Omicron variants. Learn more and schedule your updated booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. If you spend more time with your foot on the brake pedal than on the gas pedal, maybe you need to spend more time with us. The WTOP traffic team tells you where the problems are. There's a three-car crash on the Beltway. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th, around the clock. Only on WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. 10.03 on WTOP. Welcome into Tuesday morning. It's January 24. Sunny and chilly, 38 now as we head into the 50s.
Good morning. Nice to have you along. I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Some Marylanders could soon be getting an early start to their weekend. And it could happen every weekend. A bill in the General Assembly is looking to encourage a shift to a four-day work week. If passed, it would start a pilot program that would encourage state and municipal government departments to shift employees to four days a week. It would also offer a state tax credit to private businesses who did the same thing. Employees cannot see a drop in pay from the standard five-day week if they want the tax credit. They would have to allow the Department of Labor to research the transition. Under the Four-Day Workweek Act of 2023, the department would then report back to the governor and General Assembly with findings. Bills are currently in committee in both chambers, if passed, the pilot program would end in 2028. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Residents who live in at least a dozen homes in Kensington woke up Sunday morning to find anti-Semitic flyers had been left on their porches overnight. And just last week, swastikas and other racist graffiti were found drawn on desks in three different Montgomery County schools. Council President Evan Glass is condemning these recent hateful incidents. Just like with the Asian hate that is out there, this council stands in solidarity with our Jewish community. And we want to reiterate that we have zero tolerance for hate of any kind or dangerous displays of bigotry. Last year, a number of anti-Semitic propaganda showed up across the region. Police are still investigating this latest incident. As the slow boil continues in Congress about raising the debt ceiling, many may be asking... Why is the debt ceiling so important? If the debt ceiling isn't raised... The economy as presently constructed would full-on shut down. It would be a depression. Because it would cause the government to default on its obligations. People would go unemployed. Lending would stall. Everything that we saw in 2008 would be on steroids. Casey Burgett, director of the Legislative Affairs Program at George Washington University, says the debt ceiling is often lumped in with debates over spending. But that's not accurate, as raising the ceiling doesn't authorize new spending. It raises the amount the government can borrow so it can pay bills that have already been racked up. We have to raise that number so the country can continue to pay its debts. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A bill to grant statehood to the district will be reintroduced in the Senate today. Senator Tom Carper of Delaware, who has led previous efforts in the Senate to help D.C. become a state, says he'll restart his efforts beginning today. Such a bill has never made it through the U.S. Senate. A statehood bill did pass the House for the first time in 2020 and again in 2021. But such a bill is not likely to pass the House this year now that Republicans hold the majority. Carper and D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton plan to speak about this issue later this hour, along with D.C. Mayor Bowser. The founder and owner of one of our area's most popular and intimate music venues has died. Gary Olsey was 80 years old, and about a year ago, we spoke with him about why the Birchmere wasn't just a favorite for those in the audience. When he first opened the Birchmere and visited other local clubs that were booking bluegrass, Gary Olsey noticed that nobody was listening. They would leave a TV on on the bar and have a pool table going. So I started enforcing a quiet please, and uh, we put them all out of business. The Birchmere has become known as a listening club with creature comforts. These guys, uh, you know, they live on a bus. They don't have the comforts comforts of a washer dryer or a shower you know you never knew who might be in the audience clinton met me at the back door and said uh 
how long have you been open? And I said, three months. And he said, let's go inaugurate this place. Gary Olsey was 80. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Up ahead after traffic and weather, the nominations for this year's Academy Awards announced this morning. We'll break down the nods with Vulture critic Jen Cheney. 10.07. Oh, hello. Want a health plan that can show up when and where you need them the most? Then it's time to meet Optima Health, a new kind of friend for Northern Virginians. They offer a comprehensive network of hospitals, facilities, and providers right here in your area. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your Lensa Helping Hand friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. I want to break free. Ready to break free, D.C.? Take your dream vacation with Norwegian Cruise Line to Europe, the Caribbean, and more. Book today and get 50% off all cruises all over the world. Plus, enjoy free airfare for second guests, free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, D.C. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe, feel free. Ships registering the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. WTOP at 10.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s. We go to Rita Kessler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, let's start out with our delays on the Beltway. The inner loop of the Beltway in Prince George's County. Still seeing some volume off and on from 202 headed past Ritchie Marlboro Road. They may have cleaned that debris out of the roadway. Reported as some kind of dirt debris that had been along uh, at least one of your lanes uh, there, but it looks like everything is cleared, and that's why the delay is easing. The inner loop also slows getting into Annandale, but it should be with your lanes open. We have the delays on the southbound George Washington Parkway that begin near Turkey Run, trying to head past 123. This is the work uh, taking a lane northbound between the Beltway and between 123 and the Beltway. Should be a single lane getting by the work as well. You'll also find on 66 east and westbound, no reported issues. It is the West Boundellas Connector Road after 66 headed toward 123, which was a report of some work. And southbound 95 has the delays in Stafford headed past 630 in Stafford toward the Centerport Parkway. This is work in the right lane. The westbound span of the Bay Bridge, the right lane of three is blocked with the work. Eastbound, both of your, actually the left lane of three is blocked with the work. Eastbound, both of your lanes are open. Some delays in the district. Southbound DC 295, heavy from Burroughs passing east. Capitol Street, Alabama Avenue between Good Hope Road and Naylor Road. You were under police direction for the wreck. And Massachusetts Avenue near Idaho Avenue Northwest was a report of a crash. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now the forecast from Chuck Bell. Dry weather and a mostly sunny sky today with a high of 48. There will be a chance for rain and even some wet snow and some slushy travel tomorrow morning in the Shenandoah Valley in northern Maryland should just be a cold rain inside metro Washington. A gusty northwest wind will dry us out on Thursday and bring back the sunshine, which will last into Friday and Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Right now, bright sunshine and 37 degrees in northwest. Winds still blowing out of the north about 12 miles per hour. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 10-11. Let the handicapping and lobbying begin. The Oscar nominations have been announced. The sci-fi indie hit Everything Everywhere All at Once, leading the nominations for the 95th Academy Awards, grabbing 11 Oscar nods, including Best Picture. Nine other movies are also up for Best Picture of the Year, including Elvis, Top Gun Maverick, Avatar, The Way of Water, All Quiet on the Western Front, and Women Talking. A year after a streaming service won Best Picture for the first time, movies that drew moviegoers back to multiplexes after the pandemic are making up many of this year's top contenders. Joining us live now as we break down the Oscar nods on Skype is Vulture critic Jen Shading. Jen, uh, let's start with your reaction to the Best Picture nominees. How'd they do? Uh, you know, I think most of these were pretty expected nominees. Uh, as you mentioned, Everything Everywhere All at Once has the most nominations, and it's in the Best Picture category, and I think uh, it, it looks to be the front runner at this point, but you've got a lot of other movies in there uh, that help draw people back to theaters, particularly Top Gun Maverick, um, Avatar The Way of Water. So uh, we'll see how it shakes out, but I, I, I think there's clearly a lot of love for everything everywhere all at once. Yes, indeed. What categories will you be watching closely now that you've had a chance to look over the nominations? Well, I think there were some surprises this morning, um, particularly in the Best Actress category. Anna de Armas was nominated for Blonde, which was a little bit of a surprise, but the really big surprise was Andrea Riseborough receiving a nomination for Two Leslie, a film that a lot of people haven't seen. I don't think it even opened here in D.C., but there was this 11th hour kind of campaign from a lot of celebrities in Hollywood really praising her performance in this film, and apparently it worked because she got she got a nomination where other people who were expected, like Viola Davis, did not. Mm. Is there any performer who, who should write their acceptance speech now because they pretty much got the category <laughs> locked up? You know, um, I would say Kei Hui Kwan, who's up for Best Supporting Actor for Everything All Everywhere All at Once. I feel like he's got that pretty locked down. Um, Best Actor is a little bit of a tougher call, but I feel like that's going to go to Colin Farrell for Banshees of Sharon. Everything else is kind of a little bit of a guess at this point. Were there any movies or actors who were snubbed by the nominations? Um, well, I mentioned Viola Davis. I think a lot of people were surprised she was not nominated for The Woman King. Uh, there was some talk about maybe Tom Cruise getting a nomination for Best Actor, although he hasn't really been getting those nominations and other awards so far, so that wasn't too much of a shock. And he is nominated for uh, as a producer for Top Gun. Mm -hmm. I think another sad thing was that there were no women nominated in the Best Director category after two years back-to-back uh, -back of women winning. So that was a little bit of a disappointment as well. Very interesting. All right. Well, let the uh, campaigning begin. The Oscars coming March 12th on ABC. And Jimmy Kimmel returns to host this year's Academy Awards. Jen, thank you for your time. We'll be chatting more about this. That's Vulture critic Jen Cheney. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. 
They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. Coming up in Money News. The Dow is down 58 points. D.C.'s near the top for home searches out of town. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10-15 and Dave Preston is here. Wizards begin their five-game road trip at Team in Transition after the trade of Rui Hachimura to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kendrick Nunn and three second-round draft picks. They'll also be somewhat shorthanded with forward Kristaps Porzingis out due to a sprained ankle for at least a week, head coach Wes Unsell Jr. Hopefully this isn't extended. you got to keep going. You know, you forge through it. It's unfortunate that it's, you feel like every time you turn around it's something but can't control that. And, you know, this, this group has shown enough resilience, enough fight, even when you're down a couple, to, you know, pick up the slack somewhere and guys step up. Good sign for our guys, you know, that we're able to do that, but it's certainly not ideal. Porzingis currently leads the team in rebounding while ranking second in scoring Wiz visiting Dallas tonight at 8.30 on 1500 AM. Mavericks, incidentally, his former team. NHL Capitals are also dealing with injuries and absences, although Alex Ovechkin, who missed Saturday's game in Vegas with a lower body injury, skated yesterday. Coach Peter Laviolette says day to day. So one day today and then we'll see how he is in the second part of that tomorrow. The day to day. But yeah, I mean it was good to see him out there. He looked good. He was moving well out there. Day to day. Caps visit Colorado tonight. Forward TJ Oshie will not play against the Avalanche. He's back in Washington with his wife for the birth of their child. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Alright, Dave, thank you. 1017. This hour, a Senate panel is taking a closer look at the practices of Ticketmaster. After those recent issues, including problems with the sale of Taylor Swift concert tickets. Senate Judiciary Committee Chair Democrat Amy Klobuchar says Ticketmaster users have faced high fees and long waits. With the platform failing to make improvements as the dominant player in ticket sales, today the committee will hear from Joe Berktold, one of the top executives at Live Nation, the company that owns Ticketmaster. Even before calling off a planned ticket sale for Taylor Swift's first tour in five years, Ticketmaster had been plagued by complaints of price fixing and hidden fees. That is CBS correspondent Steve Dorsey. Coming up in our top stories on WTOP, another mass shooting in California. Seven people killed in the coastal community of Half Moon Bay. Maryland lawmakers will look at a bill that encourages the four-day work week for both public and private sector employees. And the Oscar nominations are out. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 1018. Time for traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita Kessler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, thankfully, delays have eased nicely on the Beltway in Prince George's County. The interloop no longer slow getting past Ritchie Marlboro Road. They've cleaned up that earlier dirt debris spill, and things are running well. Also, no delays on the Beltway in Virginia as well. So the Beltway, a good trip either way you look at it. Southbound 270 at speed out of Frederick all the way to the Lane Divide. 
onto either loop of the Beltway and 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Still no reported issues. Now, inside the Beltway on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound starting to see a delay from 450 headed past 202. Keep an eye out for anything that may have happened there. Also, the westbound span of the Bay Bridge. Left lane at 3 blocked with the work. Eastbound, both of your lanes are open. In the district, southbound DC 295 slows from Burroughs passing East Capitol Street. Massachusetts Avenue near Idaho Avenue Northwest, a report of a wreck. And in southeast, it's Alabama Avenue between Good Hope Road and Naylor Road. You're under police direction for the crash. The southbound George Washington Parkway delays begin near Turkey Run, headed past 123. This may be two separate work zones. The first is the work in both directions between 123 and the Beltway with a single lane getting you by. Then after 123, a separate work zone with also a single lane getting you by. Southbound 95 slows in Stafford. It is after 630 in Stafford. That work takes the right lane. Help your business thrive and stay connected with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. Comcast Business, powering possibilities, restrictions apply. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Let's check in live now with Storm Team Force Chuck Bell. Chuck, you've got a winner today. Oh, you bet. A beautiful day to be outside today. Not too much of a breeze. An abundance of sunshine and temperatures are going to end up a cut two or three degrees warmer than average. An average high is 46. We should make it to about 48 degrees for a high today. Uh, nothing but sunshine, no weather worries. Clouds will roll in late tonight and a chance for rain for most, but a little wet snow for some. Though the sum will be the areas north and west of Metro Washington tomorrow, uh, arriving just about the time the sun comes up after 7 a.m. And there'll be a, a small window of opportunity, say sunrise until about lunchtime tomorrow, uh, where that rain could be mostly in the form of some wet, slushy snow along I-81 in northern Virginia, up into eastern West Virginia and northern Maryland. It's not going to add up to much. It's probably going to be one, one and a half, maybe an isolated two-inch amount of slushy weather. Wet snow, uh, the trickle, the change to rain uh, by our no than early, early tomorrow afternoon and stay rain the rest of the day. So any slushiness should be washed away with the raindrops and there will be no refreeze after the rain ends tomorrow night. So it's really just a couple of hours we need to watch carefully tomorrow uh, to uh, make sure that everything is all right. Rain ends late Wednesday night, stays above freezing into Thursday morning. Thursday is going to be windy. Temperatures in the low to mid-40s. And then sunshine without the wind and high temperatures in the low to mid-40s coming up on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Chuck's forecast is brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Just ahead, we're learning about even more complications for people struggling with so-called long COVID. It's 1021. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part? 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. 
The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. This is WTOP News. 1024, we're learning that long COVID is keeping large numbers of people out of work. An analysis of workers' compensation claims in New York found more than 70% of claimants with long COVID needed continuing medical treatment or were unable to work for six months or more. The study from New York's largest workers' compensation insurer also found nearly 20% of long COVID patients, more than three-fourths of them younger than 60, were still unable to work more than a year after getting the coronavirus. Jim Crisula, CBS News. A group of vaccine experts expected to weigh in later this week on a potential new way for Americans to get their COVID vaccine. The FDA is proposing once a year COVID-19 shots for most children and adults. CBS medical consultant, uh, medical contributor, Dr. David Agus, believes the panel will approve that plan. It's based on immunity going down in Israel over time, but nobody has tried, hey, if I give it once a year, what happens? Because it's obviously too soon. And so in times of war like we are now against this virus, sometimes we have to make decisions with the data we have on hand. So I certainly believe that the advisory committee will approve it, and then we're going to start to develop this regular cadence to protect us against serious illness. FDA officials say an annual vaccine schedule would make it easier to promote future vaccination campaigns. Money news at 25 and 55. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Early in the trading, but uh, noticeable losses for the markets. The Dow's down 110 points. The S&P 500 is down 20. That's a half percent loss. The Nasdaq's down 46 points. That's a half percent. The Justice Department is expected to sue Google this week. Over its dominance in digital advertising, Amazon accounts for about 27% of the $627 billion advertising digital market. That's nearly as much as Facebook and Amazon combined. More layoffs at a big company. Manufacturing, not tech this time, 3M, maker of everything from post-it notes to surgical supplies, will cut 2,500 manufacturing jobs. 3M is still a big company with about 95,000 employees worldwide. People move to and from D.C. all the time. But right now, D.C. ranks pretty high for potential home buyers in D.C. looking in other cities. Redfin says 18% of searches last month were in other cities behind only San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Money News sponsored by the Fairfax County Economic Development Authority. Build a meaningful tech career in Northern Virginia. Network with hiring companies in person on January 31st or virtually on February 1st. Visit workinnorthernvirginia.com and click on career fairs for more. 
In the minutes ahead on WTOP. Frustrated by online efforts to get concert tickets? A Senate hearing on that issue is now underway. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. 1026. Have an old car you've been talking about getting rid of? Donate it to Melwood, a leading local employer.